Hey guys, you know who it is. It's Misty Rose and we made it to December. I cannot believe that this is episode 11. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Like I said, as you guys know, when I first did my first episode, I said I started this podcast. I wanted it to start in 2019, but I didn't get a chance. So I started on 2-2020, you know, (laughs) just crazy thing. I wanted to do this every 20th of the month and um, going forward, it's going to be every 21st of the month for the new year and just waiting to see what. 2021 brings so this is just going to be a reflection episode a recap and just (laughs) basically see what it's all about let's reflect all together 2020 reflections I'm gonna take a little break and we gonna get into it Hi guys, so I'm back. I just want to just start off by saying that when this year started, I was not sure what it was going to (laughs) bring. I knew I wanted to do this podcast. That was one thing that was on the top of my list because I wanted to start 2019, but um, I said, no, I'll wait to 2020. And it was the best thing I ever did because as most of you guys know that have been listening I have epilepsy and it had knocked me down for a minute and in 2019 I was feeling kind of down but I was just starting to get back up and I was like you know what I'm gonna do a lot of things I always wanted to do (laughs) I told you guys when I started I love to talk (laughs) I love to share I love to hear people experiences and I've been through a lot and um I just wanted a place to just talk about different topics share opinions and I like I said I don't want to dictate anything that anyone should do or dictate anyone's life but it's a place to just come and share and get out anything that you might be holding in (laughs) and just you know state your claim on how you feel about something so 2020 for me I started off having a great outlook saying that, you know, I was going to just do all the things that was holding me back in 2019. I finally got, um, cleared by my, my neurologist and my, um, doctor to go ahead and, you know, venture off and do some of the things I was restricted from. So as some of you guys know, I am, am still like, um, finishing my schooling and I know I might be stumbling a little bit (laughs) on my words but as you guys know I am in school I've been doing my schooling and it was very hard for me um this last class that I was taking so I'm stumbling a little bit over my words because I have been having some auras all day um I'm not gonna have a full-on seizure I don't I don't have that aura I get before I have a grandma seizure but I've been just um a little bit off and that's why I am stumbling a little bit over my words, but I was going to scratch it and redo it, but I'm bringing this to you as it comes. So it's a reflection episode and I'm not going to change or try to make it sound better than what it is. I am stumbling over my words. I do want to celebrate because <laughs> my class ended yesterday 
and it ended yesterday, but um, I did not submit my final paper until six o'clock this morning because like I said, it was kind of hard for me. I do have some accommodations, but I try not to take um, too much. I wouldn't say advantage. I try not to abuse it. So I wanted to make sure that I handed it when everyone else handed it in. Um, so it was a couple hours late, but I did it. So as I said, I started this year of like, yeah, with that, I was going to bang it out with school. I was going to do what I have to do. I was going to finish all my residencies by the end of 2020. So I started off December. I did my first residency. And then at the beginning of the year, I did the second one. (laughs) The third one should have been in the summer. But um, due to the fact that I have to travel to do it and then I have to be around a big group, and for my area of study, I have to um, do a couple of things that would make me have to be around people and conduct certain type of um, stuff that I need to do. So that was one area that kind of got um, pushed to the side. I had to rearrange what I was doing and I couldn't accomplish that. But I will tell you this. The stress of just 2020 of not being able to see a lot of people, not being able to do a lot. I learned, as I told you guys in some of my other um, episodes, I learned that when I thought I was restricted, I was, and I was feeling down because I was looking at everyone's um, pictures and pages and seeing everything everyone could do. And I was like, damn, I can't even do that. I'm restricted. And then a lot of people, as I told you guys, would not call me or reach out to me because I wasn't able to like go and, you know, just go crazy, um, party or just hang out and do certain things. And some people were worried about like, Oh, what if she have a seizure? I don't really be around that. So I understood that. And I took the rejection. I accepted it for what it was. Um, so I was like, damn, I'm just stuck. I can't do this and that, but this shit right here, 2020, let me see that this shit is restriction because, because I'm high risk with my epilepsy and like, I'm asthmatic and all of that. I was restricted and told I could not do certain things. I must work from home. I must do this. I must do that. I was truly restricted. And then also I was like, I'm not trying to go out there and get sick, trying to be and be, um, you know, with all the shit, trying to be around and do what other people doing. I wasn't doing it. So that happened, but it kind of empowered me. To be um, restricted because it, it made me like really take this seriously where I wanted to do this podcast. And that was one of my biggest reflection. I must say that when I had this idea in 2019, it's like the up above the higher power. He knew what he was doing because it allowed me to really get it out and vent. <laughs> I wanted to call this um, mystery rose vents. And it was the perfect thing because it allowed me to just talk and get stuff out. Like I had a format to start this off, which I might include it next year. But I wanted to like get um, I was posing certain questions and I wanted people to respond and I wanted to be really interacting and everything. But I realized it was needed for me to just talk and, you know, express myself on certain situations and I just did it as a free, free, um, free flow thing where I just had to scrap all the questions. I had certain questions that I was going to go by. I scrapped it and it was done. So like I said, 2020 with the podcast, um, 
it was a great thing and I actually really, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed sharing with you guys. I really enjoyed you guys listening and for the people that sent me messages. It was very helpful. It was very empowering. And it was one of the best things for me with 2020 and my schooling. It also showed me that it was okay to just sit back and take it a little bit slower. And I decided to just um, push off the residency until um, 2021, later on in 2021. And it was all right. You know, I was trying to just rush the clock and do something, but I guess God was like pumping the brake and saying, hold on, just wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? You need to just slow down. Um, I know you got cleared, but still slow down. So it was okay. I learned to really just pay attention to myself a lot more. Like before I was feeling down of people not reaching out to me, but I learned that my best... (laughs) supported and my best friend is myself and that is what I learned from this so I'm gonna get into why I feel like that just let me take another little break and we gonna get into it all right guys I'm back like I said I needed to take a little break because one, as I said, I was feeling a little bit shaky, just a little off. So I took a break, got some water and just cleared my head a little bit. So as I stated, 2020 reflection so far, I learned that um, this podcast was very needed and the higher power knew what he was doing. (laughs) When he made it get pushed back because instead of it being the format I wanted with these posed questions and the answers that I got, which I started off with and I did have a lot more, but it just didn't feel right and certain topics just was not right for the climate that we're in. So um, this was one of the best things I think that I contemplated doing and I'm glad that I put it into action because I am a very shy person and very reserved But it allowed me to really express myself and have a way to clear my head and also um, whether someone relates to me, it helps them in that kind of way because um, that's just something that I think is very helpful because I have listened to people sometimes through um, whether it's a talk show, um, something on the radio or through a podcast and what they were going through or what they explained was very um, empowering to me and I could relate and help me in some type of way. And as well, like I said, with 2020, it taught me a lot also about myself with schooling because as I stated, I am in school as a lot of you guys already know, but I was very happy when 2020 started because I was like, wow, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I had all these plans and I did my first residency and I was supposed to do my third by the summertime and it just did not happen because of everything that was going on and with the restriction that I got placed on me, added restriction after (laughs) getting cleared. So I was kind of down and everything, but I learned to just rearrange and change how I was doing things. So um, when I switched it around, I decided to take on some extra classes that was needed 
and would also expand on what I'm trying to do the full circle. It would help me in the long run and really, really just push me forward into what I'm trying to do. But I'll tell you this, it was very, very hard what I tried to take on. Um, It was something that I felt like just giving up and not even continuing doing it. But I'm glad I did do it. It allowed me to see that I had so much strength and so much um, self-motivation. <laughs> so that was um, a plus for me. Those are two checks. Doing this podcast and not just giving up and just feeling down like, oh my gosh, I can't even do my um my next residency and I'm just stuck and I can't really go out there and continue what's going to push me forward and having a great career and having a great life. I scratched that like, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? I'm still able to do something. I'm going to do it. And I'm glad I did because, um, even though it was hard and I felt like giving up, I accomplished doing it. And as I said before, yesterday was, um, the last day of my class, and even though I completed this morning, it was great. It felt so good. So those are two things I completed the year with two things I wanted to do. It wasn't the way I wanted to do it, but it happened. Now, something else that happened in 2020, reflection, is that I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about myself in that I was always looking I think to others for some type of validation and just acceptance and motivation and um I learned that that was something I needed to work on with myself I needed the time I needed the extra restrictions that (laughs) what I thought was before wasn't I needed a time to really 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 see myself from the outside in and really just get in tune back with myself and get back to the old me and how I'm so creative and the things that I love to do. Like I said, when I first did this, I love to talk a lot. I love music. I love poetry. And I really got back into those things for 2020. It allowed me to just reach out to that creative side. And one of the things that allowed me to do that is rejection because let's get into that. So As I said, I don't remember what episode it was that when I first got sick, a lot of people like kind of pushed away from me because I wasn't able to do the things that I could do before. And basically I was like a party pooper. Why invite her? She got epilepsy. What if she gets sick? What if this happened? I don't want her around or whatever. Or just because maybe I didn't seem fun anymore or I don't know, just different shit. So um, there was still a few people that... I thought, you know, we're kind of like really good associates. You know, I call a friend or whatever, even a best friend. And 2020 showed me that they really aren't. You know what I'm saying? Like I said before in another episode, I don't have any friends really. So when the pandemic happened, um, when it started, you know, hyping up and getting really, really, really kind of bad, I reached out to certain people that I know has certain type of lifestyles, you know, the careers, how they made their money, the things they like to do, because I know now they're stuck. And also, you know, being extra restricted, it gave me extra time. And I reached out and initially, like I said, the answer, we had long conversations. I remember having like three hour conversations with certain people, even family reached out to family that I haven't heard from in a while. They're like, wow, man, I know how this feels, man. 
I don't know how you did it. I don't know how you be stuck in the house. I don't know how you work from home. I don't know how you be doing the online school. I don't know this. I don't know that. It was just like, you know, they could relate and talking to me or whatever. And it was kind of nice to catch up with people and have people kind of relate and have people, we both, you know, check on each other. But what ended up happening is that when things kind of eased up, I don't know, sometime in the summer or whatever time it kind of eased up, I noticed that the phone calls kind of slowed up and then they kind of stopped and nobody really checked on me. Like, and when I'm saying check on me, they were talking about the pandemic issues, but also asking, catching up like, so how things been going with your epilepsy? Well, how was life going? How are you able to do this? Can you drive? Are you able to get around? Who be checking on you? Who do you have a support system? How are your um, sons, you know, checking on different things in there? It was kind of great. And that's another thing I'm going to talk about. Like I said, I mentioned my sons. I'm going to get into that um, in a little bit. So that was nice, as I stated. But <laughs> it was basically bullshit. I'm going to call it like what it is. It was basically just something to do. You know what I'm saying? Nobody knew what um, this shit was with COVID-19. Nobody knew what to expect or what was going to happen. I don't know if they was trying to make amends just in case certain shit happened or just feeling guilty or whatever the fuck it was. But it was bullshit because, like I said, the phone call stopped. And once people were able to go back out and try to, like, mingle and do whatever and things open back up, ain't nobody checked on me, ain't no phone calls happened. And that was cool, you know what I'm saying? I had this, I had my outlet to talk and get um share opinions and just <laughs> vent get it out so it was all right and also um I have my sons which <laughs> I'm telling you I said I am my biggest supporter and my best friend my sons are a great support system and they are part of my backbone and they help me through this and not only through this, they've been there like before they were, um, you know, teenagers and they really helped me when I first got restricted from back in, uh, like 2012. And, you know, then when I really got restricted in, um, 2014 and, you know, cause it was on and off at first, as I told you guys before, they didn't know what was going on with my epilepsy. So that's why I'm giving you those different dates, but through it all and them becoming young adults and everything, they have been just superstars. I love them. You know what I'm saying? That's something I'm going to get into in a little bit more. Um, but that's just to say that I learned that I really didn't have really any friends like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, as I told you guys too, I do um do like to mingle with our music. I love music. Like I love listening to music. I love everything about it. I just love to see the artists just be creative. So um my Instagram page where I do the entertainment thing by just like reposting people's um music and share when they say they have new music coming out. And a lot of independent artists, I love them. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not really in a box. They could do what they want to do a little bit and express themselves the way they want to. So um, some of the people that I connected with through their music, those people really empowered me through this year. And um, there's one person in particular that I knew even before any 
um, music or anything. And that one person, she, and she doesn't even realize it. She is one of my biggest, biggest, biggest motivators other than me learning about myself being my motivator with self-motivation. She motivated me so much through the years. And then, um, this year with the pandemic happening, she also has a, um, platform where she um discusses music and she has a platform where she does meditations and stuff and it really helped me out I sometimes feel guilty because I'm not able to really um like go on the stuff that she does live and all the things because I have the school and I'm not even know I don't even know she's aware that I am doing my doctorate or whatever but um Sometimes I don't have the time, so I'll catch up and see later posts or see it on a later time way after it was done. But seeing it and just (laughs) looking from the outside and she just motivates me. And like whenever I put something up or whatever I do, she is my biggest supporter. Like, I don't even know if I really shared that I do this podcast with her. I think that's one of the things I might do um, after this. I'm going to sh- um, let her know I have this because she will definitely be supportive to me because I'm telling you, I love her so much. You guys should check her out. You know what I'm saying? Um, Her IG is Styles Hip Hop Goddess, and she has a platform, um, Good Friday Radio, that she does with other people, but um, she's a big part of it. She's a very, very good person, really, really pure-hearted person and a good person. And I'm telling you, she is one of the people that really helped me out. And um, like I said, it just taught me that I really didn't, the people I was looking for empowerment and stuff, I didn't need that. You know what I'm saying? It showed me this year when people falling back like that, it showed me, you know what? You don't need these people. And some of the people, like I said, too, it, it included family. It, it let me know, like I said, a lot of people's with the shit. A lot of people's with bullshit. And to let me know you do not need them. Why are you looking to people for validation? Why are you looking to people for empowerment? And I'm telling you, like I said, (laughs) I'm glad that they rejected me. I'm glad they did that shit because it let me learn so much about myself. And it let me know, stop putting yourself in a position to be checked because I was like checking on people and whatever whatever and I realized I would feel bad if I didn't and I realized you don't have to feel bad that's what I also learned for 2020 check I learned that you don't have to feel bad I always be thinking about like karma like why would bad karma come to you you are not being asked to do something that you don't do you don't sit in there and wish bad on people because I don't I'm always looking for the positive I'm always cheering somebody on so I realized like that energy that I'm putting into other people when I learned this year that they really don't give a fuck about me putting that energy into them I need to put that energy into myself you know what I'm saying I need to put my energy into myself and learning that I really self-motivated myself (laughs) and that's a check on that I learned that self-motivation is the best motivation. You need a couple people in your corner to be supportive. 
and it ain't nobody that you want to party with or nothing. You have to look at people that you're going to build with. People that are 100% truly supportive of you. It's not no jealousy. It's not no envy. They're cheering you on just like you cheering them on. And they will always be there no matter what they find the time. Because as I said, I'm not able to see um, that person's stuff all the time. But when I do, I am always checking, checking, sharing them, sharing them on. And I share their stuff. And I am supportive because I truly, truly, truly want that person to win. I love her. You know what I'm saying? It's weird to somebody that you don't see all the time, totally far away from you. But I love her 100%. Love, love, love. The love is there. The support is there. If I was in a certain position, I would even support more. So I'm going to get into a different segment on check you know, a check on that with the family. I shouldn't say family. I should just say certain relationships because that was the area that I have a reflection on. So I'm going to take another break and we're going to get into that and wrap up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am back, back, back. <laughs> it's Miss Rose. I'm back. So I just want to get into a little bit on um, relationships as for family relationships and just relationships in general and discuss with 2020. Like I said, 2020 reflections, my sons, as I stated before, are my biggest, biggest supporters. And they rolled this out with me like, you know, superstars. Um... I think I mentioned it before in a couple of my episodes. I'm not sure um, because there was an area that I was going to touch on and it was going to be a big area. But like I said, certain situations and certain questions was not appropriate um, due to what we were going through this year. So I'm not sure if I shared, but I have two sons. They're young adults and one of my sons has um, autism. A, um, you know, he's on the spectrum. So that is one of the reasons why this year was hard. Um, he could not do his uh, program that he was in, a work program. And um, he was going to be in other um, activities. And he was not able to do that. Couldn't do any Special Olympics, any sports, any of the social activities. He, we also had recently just joined at the um in 2019 we joined a social club where other young adults met they went out to dinner um you would have like bowling just different activities and the pandemic really really put a stop on that I mean they still tried at times to kind of meet up but um it just was not appropriate and just was not healthy for um for them and that really created a problem because a lot of um, like I have a very high functioning um, young adult son with autism and he does a lot. He helps himself in every type of way. He's just not as verbal as maybe he should be, but everything else he can do. And he loves music just like I love music. My other son loves music too, but he's a gamer. He streams and that's what helped him through this pandemic. He was streaming like crazy, you know, with the video games and just, um, um, participate in like stream parties and stuff like that. He, um, that's my 20 year old son. He turned 21 actually. And we celebrated. <laughs> I took a little, um, 
sip of a drink with him just to celebrate because the 21 year old experience was not like it should he he's he always said he never wanted to drink ever but I wanted that if he wanted to try that I'm right there with him to make sure that it's a responsible experience for the first time so we did and it was not no heavy drink it was like a a light um wine cooler or something like that whatever he does in the future I know and hope he is responsible so like I said we had that experience and um he, you know, was able to do that. He was, him in particular, he was going to college. Um, he was in an engineering program, but he decided that was not something he wanted to do anymore. So he had came back home and it was like right before the pandemic happened. So we had a really good year just bonding and him also looking for what his year, I think was a good reflective year also because he looked into what he wanted to do. And made a decision on what his life path will be. And he's going to take action into that. Now, I've always been restricted, as I stated, due to my epilepsy and other stuff. But all of us, all three of us are asthmatics. So with the pandemic, that made us all be restricted due to severe allergies and um, asthma to just, um, you know, do everything virtually. So... With my son with autism, he um, is older than the other son. He um, could not really do too much virtually. And I feel like that is something where um, the ball was dropped. You know, like I said, I don't dictate stuff for people. I only share my opinion. In my experience, I felt like they were forgotten about. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure what the people would younger kids on the spectrum went through because they um I know when he was younger it was a lot more difficult because a lot of understanding was not there and there was a lot of behaviors um he wasn't really aggressive but just like just um frustrated he you would get frustrated at times and you could tell when he was having like a sensory overload issue and just not understand like why I can't do this or why I can't, you know, and getting upset when he couldn't. So now as an adult, I explained to him about the virus and I explained to him what was going on and that we couldn't do the meetups. He didn't, he kept saying he wanted to meet up. He couldn't understand why he couldn't do the outdoor activities and why he couldn't participate in a group anymore. And at first he didn't understand that what the virus was and he got upset with me a couple times because he felt I was restricting him and I felt so bad you know what I'm saying and it was hard for me too I cried a couple times but then I decided on how can we work the situation through so I sat back and I thought about it and I told my other son I'm like I know he's not really into the streaming as much but sometimes when you're doing it let him, you know, sit right there with you and experience it. He he might not participate, but then he'll, you know, see the video with you and your friends and he'll feel like he's a part of something since he's not able to go out and do the meetups, like the in-person stuff that his um, group did, that they're all on the spectrum. Some are more high-functioning than others. And um, he was able to do that. He also has a game, but like I said, he's not into like streaming and stuff like that. So, um, 
I also found different things that he could do online, online games. I found different activities that he could do. I also did a lot of board games. I also bought a, how can I say? It was a drawing, not a drawing kit, a paint kit. And he painted a couple um, pictures. And I think in the end, when he does more paintings, it might be something where I might let him do painting and he can, you know, cause like I said, he was a part of the work program where he did go out and make his own little pocket money. He felt like, you know, he, he was very proud. He had his badge. He was going out to work. He had a social event that he was doing. He had, you know, he felt like he had a quality of life because that's the thing you want everyone to feel like they have a quality of life for what they can do. And that was empowering and good for him. So being just stuck and just not having any type of outlets, I think for them was kind of, you know, an issue. As you can see, a lot of people that are not on any spectrum or anything like that, a lot of people have mental breakdowns. Normal people have mental breakdowns from being stuck in the house. So can you imagine being on the spectrum and being restricted? Like any type of behavior that happened, you have to be kind of understanding. So I, I, had to like sit back and understand and that was what was kind of overwhelming with trying to do my doctoral classes so like I said having people like not really check on me was kind of a reality check and I really saw it for what it was because it wasn't just about my epilepsy or the pandemic I also like I said that's not something I always want to talk about because I never looked at it looked at it as a hindrance that's just life that was what my life is that was my lane that I'm in so I never looked at it as any other thing but being that I saw it for what it was looking from the outside and when I'm going through it I really look like damn nobody really even gives a fuck about that the only person that I really 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 saw for what it was was my mom and she that is another person I felt bad for her because she just retired a couple years ago and you know she's alone she's in her home and everything but she was part of social groups and part of certain things she did start doing a little job just to get out the house but um being in the vulnerable population as well she was restricted so what I would do is since a lot of things I you know I could work from home with what I was doing and I couldn't do my schooling from home and everybody was kind of restricted. We rotated like sometimes I would go spend a month over at her home or spend a couple weeks with her. So that relationship, I felt like our, our bond got stronger. Um, and she was very helpful and supportive of my son and it gave him a different environment because that's the main thing is that the environment reinforces certain behaviors and also helps certain behavior so I felt like that was a good thing and it let me just see how adjustments could be made to help him as well but like I said we got through it and we developed a system that worked for us and it was great it was empowering and like I said it let me see what I also needed to do if I'm not around anymore because I have to look at it like that at some point I'm not going to be around anymore and he is someone that needs a certain type of support system to be there for him and I realized the people that I thought like oh if something happened to me they would be the ones that would be there and help out and do this and that they ain't gonna be there they do not give a fuck like I said they about the bullshit 
So it just showed me what other steps I needed to take um, to set him up for success and everything. So like I said, that was a good reflection. And our bond got even stronger than it was before. We had so much fun together, like just making videos, dancing to music, making, <laughs> freestyling, um, get a beat freestyling, do different things. It was great. I even um, played a video. I have a video game in my room too, but like I said, I'm not no gamer or nothing like that. I probably got an old PlayStation that I have my old games. I'm not getting no new one and all of that. And I play it just to clear my head. And um, my sons, they have Xboxes or whatever. And uh, my son on the spectrum, he plays here and there. But, like, I bought him a lot of things for him to do other things and just get creative and express himself. And we developed the system. And like I said, that was one of the things. But I love them, love them, love them so much. Our relationship got so much better, and they really helped me out. Another thing I felt like happened is that, and I'm glad that it happened prior to us getting restricted because then it would make it seem fake. And like I said, how I felt when I got rejected by certain people or how people call me out the blue, but I was so happy to hear from them and was relating to what they were going through being restricted. So um, I, before the pandemic happened, I had been hurt before by people, um, certain family and um I was married like I said for a long time for a while and um it just it it just didn't work out and something happened and I also had lost a child I'm not sure if I shared that before either I had a son on my birthday and he died on my birthday back in 2013 and then um the relationship fell apart and I got um divorced and everything like that and um, the person, I always felt like I would know them for the rest of my life, no matter what happened. And I felt like that was my soulmate, my best friend and everything. Um, and uh, we've been through a lot together. I did things, he did things, but we built a special relationship and a bond. And I, f- I thought it was strong. And when what happened, it devastated me. You know what I'm saying? My heart was broken beyond repair. And I told myself, I'll never, ever, ever, ever fuck with them in life. I'll never talk to them. And I never, ever thought I would get to that point in my life and everything. But um, back in 2019, I kept feeling like it was time and I needed to reach out because I tried to move on. And I did have like a short relationship Um after that experience I had in 2013 but it just wasn't right like I realized like I could never really talk to nobody I could never really be with nobody else and I do not want to marry anybody else again and I don't want no relationship with anybody else or nothing like that and I started thinking about all the good times and the good things and I'm like you know what I need to mend that relationship I, I didn't say I didn't think I wanted to mend that relationship I was like I needed to deal with that situation in order to be a better person for myself because I felt like my heart was broken and I felt like I didn't really heal because we didn't really sit down and talk and see what happened and what went wrong and really hash out whatever any each person was feeling so I felt like I needed to reach out and I was trying to reach out from back in 2019 but a lot of family um was trying to I think kind of block it 
or maybe they just felt for both of us it was better that we didn't speak so anyway I finally connected with the person um in early 2020 back in like January or whatever and um it was great at first it was kind of like not um I shouldn't say weird but it was like both person we were both feeling each other out to see how the other person felt but as time went on it was a great 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 thing that happened for 2020 because as I said a lot of people fell back nobody really cared to check on me that relationship like it's it, it we built a relationship where we talked and like I said that was my best friend even before dating so we got back to our friendship we built a friendship to where we talk and we talk about different things we laugh and <laughs> it was like you know really refreshing because I know I could trust them and they know they could trust me and we could really really talk to each other and tell each other like it is so that was like a great thing that happened as well I mended a broken relationship that was very important to men because you know that is um a person that I have to mend a relationship with we have kids together so um that was a good thing and like I said it showed me that you know sometimes it's not good to hold on to certain things it's not healthy it's not good to hold on to any grudge or any type of bad feelings or whole resentment and I also learned that about myself because I thought I wasn't like I just felt like they don't want to be with me and that happened and we just don't need to speak and I didn't try to reach out and I thought they weren't trying to reach out either but I found out that they were and people were telling that they did um reach out to me or try to whatever but they didn't they were just lying to him or whatever as I said they probably felt it was best for both of us but we were able to connect ourselves and make the decision for ourselves if we wanted to speak. And I realized, like, no matter what, I do want that person in my life as a friend for the rest of my life. Um, that's someone that I will always speak with. The bond is truly, really there. That feeling like that's my soulmate, that's truly, really there. And let me know that you can have a soulmate that's not even your own. You, you guys don't even have to really, truly be together. You know what I'm saying? I just want him in my life for the rest of my life. And he's really supportive of my dreams and the things I want to do. And we can really build together to make each other better in life. And I feel like um, certain relationships are needed and certain relationships are not. And that's a reflection that 2020 um, showed me. And then also... Let me see. One of the main things that I see for 2020 is that, you know what? It is so unpredictable. We have all learned that, I think, that life is... We knew life was unpredictable before, but 2020 showed us that life is truly unpredictable. And really, you need to treasure each day. Every day you wake up, you need to be thankful. <laughs> you need to appreciate it. And you need to think of, what am I going to do today? Set a goal for yourself, whether it's I want to rest all day today. If you need to sit back and just put a pause on everything and really just slow down, then that's what you need to do for the day. If you want to accomplish certain things, do it for each day or whatever. Because if you be like, man, I'm so tired. I need to rest. I want to take a bubble bath. I want to do this. I'm going to do it tomorrow. No, if you feel like that today, do it today. Or I want to write a song. I want to do this. 
I'm going to start a podcast because <laughs> you're going to hear how you can start one by listening. But it doesn't matter. Like, whatever you want to do, you want to write a song, you want to start a podcast, you want to be an actor. And if someone will give you that platform to be an actor, everybody's on social media doing stuff now. Make a skit and post it yourself. Whatever it is that you want to do, do it. Because you got to treat every day like, you know, it's a it's a treasure and it might be your last and enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? And please don't go to bed upset, angry. Learn to let certain stuff go and don't really put all your energy into people that don't really put energy into you. You could feel when somebody's not really um, there for you or whatever. And if you have that feeling, then it's probably really like that. What you need to do is you don't have to be rude to cut people off and do certain stuff. Just fall back. And if they don't reach out, then, you know, that wasn't something that needed to be there. And you need to put energy into yourself. I think this year taught a lot of people a lot about themselves. And like I said, it taught me a lot. And it showed me that I'm my biggest motivators and I need a couple people around me. And I need to be just as supportive to those people as they are to me. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I hope that you guys learned something in 2020 and you learned also how you can improve on yourself as well or you learn how you need to just put a break maybe you just want to slow down for 2021 I don't know but I hope you guys enjoyed me sharing like I said this was just me letting it all out and reflecting on 2020 and all you guys that have been rocking with me from the beginning I love you guys and thank you for your support And it's a wrap on that 2020 and I'm out.